What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Think and Grow Show, formerly known as Online Marketing Simplified. Guys, I am super excited to present my friend and special guest, Rudy Lara, on here with us, who is a part of a company called Sales Geek. So funny story, uh, Rudy and I met at, and we were at a couple networking events together, and I kind of pursued him. I was like, dude, you guys are all about sales. Like, we need to talk because I am all about marketing, and we could do some serious damage together. So uh, it's been fun to get to know Rudy a little bit. And he's going to teach us a really interesting framework that you probably haven't heard before. I've never heard it before. It's, the, it's called the cure for business. So he's going to be talking about that a little bit. Um, but Rudy, say hello to everyone. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, hello. Uh, so my name is Rudy Lara. I'm a native here from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, so I lived basically my whole life in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, and I am now currently in a position as a, as a geek at Sales Geek. So exciting times, you know, uh, prior to that, um, I, I did work for a big corporation for 17 years in the sales function for that corporation. And what I'm doing now, I want to bring over, you know, the sales director position to small and medium sized uh, enterprises out there. And, and as a part-time sales director. Um, also, uh, I mean, I'm a married man uh, with two kiddos, two teenagers, uh, teenage boys um, there. They're in high school. So that uh, comes with this challenges of being in high school boys. So, um, so yeah, that, you know, that's something about me. That's awesome. Well, so, so talking about that framework, like give us a little bit of a, uh of a teaser when we're, when we're thinking about sales, you know, I think a lot of people have have head trash about sales, just like they do marketing, but we also know how important it is to have sales and marketing, which is really funny to me. It's like what everyone's goals for the year. When people think of goals, it's usually like, I want to make X amount of dollars or sell this amount of things. And they're like, you invite them to a sales workshop or a marketing workshop. You're like, Oh man, I hate talking about sales or I, all marketers are crazy. And it's like, how do you expect to grow your numbers if you're not focused on sales and marketing? Like it is, it has to exist together. So I, I'm sure you get that all the time, right? Like being in a sales organization, like, is that, am I just crazy or is that, is that common? No, very, very common. You know, it's, it's the idea of the word sales. It's, it's just a dirty word, you know, and, and the same thing with the marketing, you know, it, it's, it's all dirty, but you know, at Sales Geek, you know, we we our approach is to make it fun because it needs to be fun. You know, typically uh, a person that jumps into sales, they don't go to college or to school and for sales, they they jump into it because they had an opportunity to do it and then they become managers and directors, you know, they continue down the pipeline, but but it's very true it, it's it's a dirty word. Um but we're we're trying to change that, you know, the world's uh the world to see it differently, you know, and, and, uh, that's one of our, our mission is to change their perception of sales. And what a good mission. Do you think it's always been like that? Is it just like in the past decade or so that sales has gotten a, a worse perception? I, yeah, I think so. I think so because, uh, the, the ultimate goal, you know, they set goals that potentially, you know, the companies that are not, you know, attainable, 
you know, so that's one thing that we focus with the, any company. It's a make it attainable, you know, and then move it up a notch, you know, move it up a notch, but don't make it to where it's like, it's going to be impossible for your, your team to reach. You know, if you're saying your goal is to make, you know, $10 million in revenue, but you're at a million dollars. I mean, that's a big gap. You know, that's a gap that you, and you know, we come in and tell and tell you the truth that, Hey, you have to be reality check basically and, and set those goals that are going to be attainable. And yeah, definitely. That's an ultimate goal, you know, 10 million, but we have to slowly get to that process through the process to get there. I love that your mission is to make it fun. How are you guys making sales fun? Well, with just, you know, the, the, the whole idea with the sales geek, you know, as well is, you know, we have those fun little glasses, you know, that we have with the arrow up, but we have in our program, we have certain things that, you know, just to get the excitement of those salespeople, you know, what, what's going to drive them to do more, you know, what's going to drive them to actually do the, the simplest things of, you know, following up on a prospect you know, and, and actually building that relationship with that prospect, you know, because once you get to know and build that relationship with them, it, it's different, you know, and actually becomes a relationship, just kind of like our relationship that we've developed, you know, it's not about the sell itself. It's more building that relationship, but, you know, we're all human and I think everybody loves to have fun, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, keep it fun with any activity. I think your and I definition of fun is a little bit different. You know, us getting up at four something in the morning and uh, you running five miles every single day. Is that, and that's for the whole month of January or 5k every single day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That it was, it was a 5k every day for January. Um, and I'm still, still on that, but not amazing, as focused, man. but I think, I think it's uh, still happening every day. So it's <laughs> so good. That's so good. So tell everyone about this framework. Like I, I, you, you told it to me and that's what prompted me to be like, I want to hear more about that. And I need to get you on my uh, podcast. So explain to us a little bit about the acronym. What's the framework, how people can benefit from using it. Yeah. So it's, it's a concept at sales geek, the cure, the cure for your business. Um, and you know, the first word of uh, the first word is, you know, convenience, C for convenience, uh, U for unique, uh, R for relationship, and then E for expense. You know, majority of your customers, they're all going to fall in, under one of those. And and really, it's a, ultimately, it's going to be up to you and your company to find out which one you really want to focus on. And, um, and then that's just going to help you just really define why they purchase from you and and then help build yourself, you know, a better value proposition and then just really refine, you know, your, your sales and your marketing techniques uh, to that customer. And then, and then, you know, you'll understand why you're successful as a business. So That's we good. look so at can it, you know, repeat this? the cure, Sorry, can you... so it's the, cure. Mm -hmm. the cure, it's the, the convenience, the unique relationship or expense. And, you know, an ex a great example that everybody knows, it's, it's like Amazon. You know, everyone buys from Amazon. Why do they buy from Amazon? Because it's pretty convenient. You know, they, they deliver, you know, you click a button, it's delivered. They make it pretty easy to return as well. But it's the convenience part 
that really gets you know you to continue by over and over yeah you know what's so interesting is i think we never think about why people buy we just assume problem solution like hey you need this like it it logically makes sense if you do this but we all know people don't make decisions on the logic stuff or else everyone will have it figured out it's it's all on emotion and i love that the cure acronym is that breaks down almost those emotional triggers to a a more specific tactic of figuring out which of these four things are people emotionally making decisions on what problem is it really solving is it solving the um the convenience problem or is it solving um you know the expense problem like what what does it really boil down to which i think is just brilliant which which and then sometimes you can also look at it this way i mean if you buy yes you could probably buy a tooth uh tooth uh, brush on amazon for probably cheaper than you will at walgreens but if you need the toothbrush if you're going out of town you know at 5 a.m and you need it now it's not going to be about the cost. It's going to be the convenience of actually going to get it right there and then because you're about to go out of town. You know, yep. not that I can't wait for Amazon to deliver it. So in that scenario, CVS or Walgreens is going to be the better option. Yeah. So let's say for our listeners out there, if if they're struggling with sales right now, and, and I'm going to ask you at the end how they can get in touch with you. And obviously, um, if there's a huge gap of what you're trying to accomplish and just feel like you can't do it on your own, like Rudy's the guy to talk to. But someone that's just trying to take the next step in progressing towards getting like 1% better in sales and they understand this framework or they're trying to learn this framework, what are maybe some some action steps? So it's not just in their head, they're actually taking action on these ideas. What would you recommend for them to start trying to do? Well, to okay, yeah. Um... I would say on a daily basis, you know, give, give yourself an attainable action, something that's very easy to do. Um, if it's from making two calls, but put them down, put those two calls, you know, on, on a piece of paper and then knock them out and then build on that, build on it. If it's the next day, do those two again and then three, add three. But that's what I would say, because at the end of the, the full month, You'll, you'll be kind of surprised of the results that, hey, I accomplished, if it's 20 working days, at least 40 calls. That's one thing. But then as well as think out of the box, you know, uh, don't, you know, the same plan of making a phone call, but how about knocking on a door or doing something out of your, you know, your, un your comfortable zone and being uncomfortable of doing something different. But I think those things really push you to become a better salesperson. I love that. Are you are you much of a, a book reader or podcast listener? I would say I, a little bit. I've touched on some books. Uh, I think that's one of my ultimate goals. In I say ultimate goal, but really it's more of a a daily activity that I do now uh, of reading. So. Um, I put myself down for to try to basically read two books a month, which January just finished up and I'm just starting my books uh, for February, which I'm a little bit behind on a couple of days, but it's all about just getting right back on it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious in as you're growing in that expertise as a, a sales trainer professional, what are there any sales books or books that have really clicked for you? 
that you would just recommend for people on how to, how to think about sales differently? Oh gosh. Um, and you know, when I first met you, you asked that question and I'd say, I'd said the same thing. I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's uh, quite a few books out there, but you know, just the basics of, Oh my God, no, I, I wouldn't be able to mention one right now. Just, just based off, you know, yeah. No, I don't have an, you know, I have yeah, a few okay. books, but I'm looking back. <laughs> yeah, I, I would do the same thing. I've, I have so many nuggets in books. Like I can quote one-liners a lot, but then I always forget like which book and when I read it and what it was called and who the author was. But, but so, you know what? The, the activity thing that I said, actually, I can relate that back to, uh, is it James Clear? Uh, Atomic Habits. You know, just because it, it, you can apply that to anything. And honestly, that can apply be applied to sales, to personal stuff that you're doing in your own journey. And a lot of great yeah. stuff in that book about, about just creating good habits and getting rid of bad habits. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Because I feel like, and you're the sales expert, but I, I feel like especially in like B2B sales, it's really thinking about it as a as a step-by-step -step process. Like you're not trying to jump to the finish line immediately. You're just trying to get the next thing, like move it to the very next step or the very next thing um, to eventually get to a yes or no. But it's, I've always kind of learned in B2B, it's, um, you know, at the end of one meeting, you always want to set the next meeting and try to make it kind of the next logical step that you solve together instead of being a, you know, hey, Mr. Customer or client, like, are we going to do this or not? Is it a yes or a no? <laughs> um, one of the best lines, and again, I can't remember the name of the book, but it was like the, it's called the, actually, I do, it's called The Perfect Close by James Muir, M-U-I-R. And it's this psychological piece where he says, um, would it make sense to dot, dot, dot. And so it'd be like, hey, Rudy, would it, would it make sense to um, go ahead and move forward with this project? And if you say no, then I say, okay, that's fine. What, what do you believe would be a, the next logical step we could take? Mm -hmm. So it puts it 100% back in your court to, lo to logically come up with an answer. And then, and then you're dictating like, well, what, what makes sense for you? What do you want to do? You, you drive the ship. You tell me. <laughs> yeah, but I've always yeah. loved that approach. No, and you know, and that's a that's a real good one, a good approach to any customer that you're dealing with and um, trying to you know earn their business. It's not just get their business, but earn their business. That's the key word is earning and earning. Just like anything, it's hard work. You got to earn yeah. it. So I'm I'm curious. From we go back to that the head trash. And I, I love that mission. You guys are making sales fun again. Do you think there's more head trash with salespeople that are selling or more head trash on people that are getting sold to by salesmen? I would say both because you get trapped in, in a identity, you know, as a salesperson, you get trapped in that identity of that. Uh, you're just a salesperson. It's a negative, you know, and the customer as well. Oh, he's just, he just wants to sell, sell me. He just wants to sell me something. So, um, but you know, I've, I've found it in the time that I spend in the corporate, uh, world that it, the relationship part goes a long way. And I, I believe that most of my customers, even to this day, they would remember who I am because I treated them like a person, not a, just a number. Somebody spending money with me. It was more, 
relationship building. And they always just wanted to deal with, with me directly, even though I had a team under me to help, but that was fine. That was fine. I could help them, but that was it. The relationship part was huge in that and building a, a, you know, something in the local community where I was working. And I think that whole concept is what brought me over to sales geek that I wanted to continue that, but providing that to the local community through, you know, the small and medium sized enterprises. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. I, I, cause I think, you know, if you, if you get in that mindset of sales being just problem solving and thinking of yourself as the consultant or the guide and helping people solve a problem, I can see that where it, where it's a lot of fun. Like when, when I get to sit in front and do whiteboard or see people sell and, and the person that's buying is excited to buy and they're giving you a hug and a high five. Like, yeah. holy cow, it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that, that's a good feeling that it become, you become almost like family to them. It's it's a, we're, we're on a journey together. And that's the biggest thing that we try to let everyone know that sales geek we're, we're yes, it's a consultant type of business, but it's more of like, we're in there with you. We're not just going to give you something to do and, and let you be, you know, we, we want to be a part of your business and see the success of your business. So we, we're going to walk side by side in front of you, behind you, pick you up, push you if we have to forward, you know, to get things done because we, yeah. we set this plan for you to be successful. But we have, we both have to do our parts, the customer and us together, not separate. So that's a great segue. Cause I'm really curious. This isn't just a commercial for uh, sales geek, but I'm, I'm really curious too, just about your program. So tell, tell me and our listeners how, how sales geek work. If someone raised their hand and said, I need a sales geek. What does that mean? <laughs> what do they get? No. So, so we would build out a plan. Of course, we'll meet with you and build out a plan. And depending on what your company needs, if it's going to be a half day, you know, up to four or five days throughout the month, and we're yours, we're your sales director for that time at your office, or if it's a Zoom call, however you want to handle it. But we also were available for the for the full month. So it is a, on a retainer, but we are your sales director for your business for the full month. And, you know, it. I think the studies or the customers that, that we've had you know, it's about a six month period of time where we start seeing things change in the business because we're in there as the, uh, the part-time director of the business. You know, we'll, we look back, if it's already an existing business, we'll look back three years, you know, and then we'll look forward for the next three years and then create, you know, a process or a plan and anything that touches uh, the sales function from, you know, even HR, you know, because the HR has, you know, the people part, you know, or the processes, you know, of a pipeline, creating pipeline, you know, or propositions from, from the marketing department. You know, we, we want to touch everything that's going to help the salesperson become better and grow the business. Yeah, that's so good. That is so good. Um, Cool. Well, any, anything else? So we went over that framework a little bit and hopefully you guys got some extreme value from the, the cure. And just, just as a reminder, Rudy, one more time, tell us what cure stands for. So convenience, unique relationship and expense. 
That's great. So writing those down and remembering those, and then that answers the question of why people are buying from you. Is that right? Yes. And can it, be, better... can, it, can it be multiple of those areas? Or what do you recommend for people to, how they think about that? It would, it could be, but I, I want to say it's it, majority of your customers will fall in just one. And then you have to figure out where you want to put your focus, you know, for the return of, of your investment on which one you're going to do. Now, you try all of them. Yeah, of course. And then are there going to be customers that are one or and the other? Yes. You know, there's going to be one-time customers that buy just one time. So that's not, it's going to be just probably for, if it's a cheaper pricing, one time. And then you typically lose those because it, it's all about the price, you know, um, or, or if it is a relationship, you know, those are typically a longer term, longer term customer. So it, so it really depends on that customer that you're trying to, customer base that you're trying to build. That's good. And you know, that dovetails perfectly into uh, marketing strategy as well. I think when you figure out, you know, if it's relationships, like people are buying from me because of blank, let's say it is relationships, then the marketing messaging and communication needs to be about that as your value proposition. And even using that messaging of, hey, people like you buy from people like me because they're solving this relational problem <laughs> through this process or this tool. Like that just dovetails perfectly into how you take why people buy from you and make that the primary focus of your messaging. Because what I found too, you know, in order to get the sale, people have to know you exist. And if you don't have a clear message, you're going to confuse the crap out of people. And we always say in marketing, like if you confuse, you lose. Like you're never going to even get to a sales conversation if people have no idea what what the crap you do or what problem you're solving. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, Rudy. Well, hey, um, man, thanks for being on the show. If if people are curious, like how they connect with you, and just to let you guys know, so the the company that Rudy is representing is originally from the UK, and he is one of the first ones to be here in the US and creating this. So it's kind of a cool opportunity that you guys get to to hear from him and then possibly even get to meet him or work with him. But Rudy, if people want to connect with you or maybe have a conversation of like, hey, I need a sales director for a month. I want to hit some realistic big goals. How do people connect with you? Yeah, so we have the, our website, which is salesgeektx.com as for Texas. Um, or they can reach out to me to Rudy, R-U-D-Y dot Lara, L-A-R-A at salesgeektx.com. Awesome. That's perfect. So guys, don't be shy. Rudy is awesome. And if, if you just have questions or want to have a conversation with him, um, like if there's ever a time to push into sales and marketing for your business, like, I don't know what you are waiting for. Um, if you're worried about it being awkward or having weird conversations, like you're an entrepreneur, so you should be pushing into every sort of awkward thing you can <laughs> to get to the good stuff. Um, and sometimes it's just one conversation away uh, from where you're trying to go. And being like Rudy mentioned earlier, being comfortable doing the uncomfortable things, you know, that doesn't mean you have to run a 5k every single morning like Rudy, uh, but you could. <laughs> awesome. Rudy. Anything, anything left in closing, anything you'd like to, to add before we shut this down? No, I think it, this was great. And I'm, I hope I hear from the Dallas Fort Worth community. 
you know, and beyond because I am the, one of the first franchise here in the area. Um, and we are expanding. And as well, one thing that I want to say, we are also looking for more uh, part-time sales directors to add to our franchise uh, throughout the Texas. Um, we, we do have another gentleman that is doing Lubbock right now. So he started with me as well. Um, so we, and then as well as uh, the master franchisor is here in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area looking uh, for more franchisees. Very cool. And just real quick, pressing into that, what kind of experience, if someone is maybe interested, what kind of sales experience do you need or are you looking for? Yeah, it, basically it's sales directors. If if they are in, in that realm of, uh, you know, having teams that they, they're directing, that's what we're kind of looking for. Um, they can reach out to, through the website, the main contact there, his name is Joe. You can contact him, set a one-on-one, -on -one, and he'll give you the just kind of the breakdown of what, you know, you have to be a geek, you have to fit the geek, you know, formula. <laughs> so he'll have some questions to ask. So, Yeah, very cool. Well, Rudy, thanks so much for being on the show. Um, guys, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to check out Rudy's website, see what he's all about, and we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for having me.